Don't act like you're the same person. You've learned how to touch, to feel. You've connected with people. With us. So, boys, somebody brought up a good point, uh, how stupid we are, and they, I have no comeback, they got us. All right. So, do you remember this little company by the name of EVGA? No. You remember how they they dead-ass said that they're just not going to make graphics cards anymore? That's right. No. I know you're full of shit. No, this is actually but, genuine. No, this is like genuine. Oh, no, I like. I have no idea who no. they are or anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, EVGA is one of the most reliable and just with that, our email box is full of people saying, oh, no, MSI. <laughs> um, but EVGA is one of the most reliable graphics cards makers, period, right? They also make other shit. Right. But right. they owned about 40% <laughs> of the market. For the for the northern United States, like forty percent of people who have a graphics card in their computer right now, it's going to be EVGA, which is a very large amount of people, right? I'm one of them. Well, they got yeah, I'm also one of them because they're reliable. They rock. Um, well, they got into a beef with Nvidia, and they're not going to make graphics cards anymore, which means. You thought the 40 series launch was bad with production and just no cards being later, like laying around anywhere. This new series is going to be even worse because nobody's making graphics. And mind you, I bought my graphics card and then the next day, like you sent me the article that EVGA was out Mm -hmm. because I'm an EVGA fanboy through and through. So that was that was big news to me. I use their keyboard. I use their mouse. I use everything. The only thing I don't use is their cases. I don't like their cases. It's just that simple. But yeah, man. So we're we're pretty boned in this upcoming series of graphics cards because one of the largest, if not the largest, market like maker for them is just not going to be making them. So 
nobody else is going to rush to fill that void. So we got the best of the best right now. Right now. For the foreseeable future. So we said last episode that around November, autumn, winter time, we'd be expecting. Is when they be announced. Yeah. Now it looks like that may be pushed back. I mean, it'll still be announced, but I don't see us realistically getting them until a while after. Probably 2020, like mid-2024. That's not bad. We're already we're already about to hit the spring in 23. 20, yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I no, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> John, I'm on Yeah, the year has gone by quick. Yes, it's gone by real quick. <laughs> I'm I'm don't worry. I'm I'm good to go. I'm actually I may be a little motion sickness, but I'm actually on point today, boys. No, um but but yeah, I mean pro- probable next year. I mean, that's not that's not bad. That gives that's enough time to really I mean, that gives me enough time to enjoy my card, you know? Yeah. I mean, and nothing's wrong with these ones. I'm just saying when it comes to the competition, it's going to be a point in time and eventually Unless the aliens attack. Yeah, they already have twice. And you guys yeah, have the... and you guys don't even know it. Oh, I know. It. Oh, I know you do. Yeah, because you were one of them. Was. Yes, was. <laughs> yeah, man, once you have once once you kind of get you a nice American Caucasian woman, like your whole like ethnicity changes. You can't be alien. You're white now. Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, I'm white now too. So your whole it works. So you're telling me that your whole just species, like your whole DNA, just goes white. Yeah, scientifically proven. Yeah, I don't know what you're not getting about this. <laughs> example, <laughs> a perfect example for John. Look at Guam. Oh God, no. Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Perfect example. <laughs> perfect example. <laughs> Here, we'll throw you another one. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Aaron Rodgers is the epitome of a white guy. I love him so much. I, What's going on with him, by the way? Is he retiring? What? I haven't been following his shit. He, they are, the, right now, there's a, a, I feel like there's a low-key media campaign for him to be like, yo, you should totally go to New York. I heard that they Zach send, Wilson's cougar hunting career. Send them, send them to the Jets. I've I've heard that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Know where he needs to go just to really piss everybody in the football kingdom off? Baltimore. Oh my God! Imagine the outrage. Yo, know, can we talk about like the pure disrespect this man is getting from the Ravens? <laughs> I mean. <clears throat> I'm, it's not one-sided, though. It, oh, no. It, mind you, he it, it's, it's really not. Everybody kind of frames him as being, like, totally not at fault. Like, this terrible thing is happening to him. And this dude has made absolutely sure to be a fuckwit the entirety of... <laughs> oh, so I, I feel yeah. I feel no empathy for him. I don't even feel sympathy for him. Really, <laughs> like... <laughs> no, it, it's just, like, it's it's not... At the end of the day, number one, I'm never going to go into this kind of negotiation without an agent. Number one. Oh. Yeah, that's 
let's fuck around and find out point number one. Yeah, I I didn't know you can non-franchise tag somebody. So <laughs> that's funny. I didn't know that either until they fucking <laughs> until they did it. I was like, what? Because <laughs> I thought it said franchise tag at first, and I was like, oh, okay, it's all resolved. And then I like my brain caught up to what my eyeball saw, <laughs> and I was like, wait. <laughs> the fuck does that mean i know those words individually <laughs> i don't know what they mean together see that's where that's where the disrespect comes from that it's gotten so bad that we're finding out things that we didn't know teams could do <laughs> but no nah, man god bless him it's gonna be Hope magic an agent. i mean rest in piss you know just whatever happens happens wow you do not like mr jackson I did, and uh, I had no problem with them um, until all this shit started going down, and then the narrative started actually coming out, and then and then I didn't care anymore. <laughs> like, I have I don't like people who play that "woe is me" bullshit while also doing the deeds, bringing them to the "woe is me" bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, you made your bed, homie. Like, laying it is my opinion of it. I like that perspective. Accountability. Like, I, I only have so much emotion in my body. Uh, Lamar Jackson's not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now, what else happened in the world? There's a lot that happened this week. Did it? The queen woke up. Hmm? The queen woke up. Bro, I completely forgot she was in a coma. <laughs> oh, shit. She's dead. <laughs> Did he did he just say that he thought that she was in a coma? Yeah, yo, I completely yo, like I completely like she is so out. I forgot she was actually dead. I'm not even gonna lie. No. Like, I forgot that she passed away and like everybody just hates her son. <laughs> no, she's gone. I'm just saying she's gone, girl. <laughs> gone girl it was a live documentary. Oh <laughs> my queen, god. Queen <laughs> Uh, to this, I do remember one thing. Irish Twitter was on fire that day. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you can read that? I can't read it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Irish. Every, <laughs> uh, we've all we've all, we've all found out that Kenny could now read Gaelic. It's true. <laughs> Kenny, <yo>. officially black <laughs> Irish. <laughs> Got me a Gaelic girl and everything, yo. Potatoes and all that. <laughs> you can't say. You can. God damn it! The the joke is right there. It's just right there. You got yourself a Gaelic girl, huh? Yeah, yeah. Just love them Gaelics. Can you say that one more time, Brandon? What do you love? No, you heard you heard exactly what I said well, of me mocking you. Wait, what? Wait, <laughs> what you said, John? Can you believe what he likes? I can't believe he said that. He likes Gaelics. All the Gaelics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't have any Irish listeners, so we're fine for now. We will now, now we're boned. <laughs> this, this, thing, this thing's gonna feed right into the algorithm. It's fine. They can't. So isn't that a big point of contention is that Irish people can't read Gaelic anymore? They can't. I know because it's, it's England old. made sure to erase their history. You're going to need to send me a link on that. I, I mean, you can just put it in. But it's better uh, when you send it. I mean, I I will. I can. You want me to do it right now? 
Oh no, 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 not what, no, no, not what, not right, meow. Not what we're clocked in. We're clocked in. Yeah, you need to put a pause on that. <laughs> I mean, I thought when we hit the button, we're clocked in. Oh, missed that memo. Oh no. Anyways. Wait, you guys are getting paid? <laughs> oh, yeah. In love. In love. <laughs> we don't get paid. We work for the promise of future payment. So, someone someone asked me today. I, someone found out today that I do podcasting, and they were just like, you get paid for that? You get to stay home all day? I'm like, no, I get paid for serving in the military, and I just stay home recording voices all day. <laughs> <laughs> This is more of a hobby. Yeah, <laughs> <This> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which it really is. I mean, it is what it is. It, it, it's a fun hobby. I want to get paid from the military, too. <laughs> <laughs> you had the option 11 years, 13 years ago now. 13 years ago. I told I told you what I was doing, and you had the option. That doesn't. When you say I'm going to jump off a bridge, I got to jump with you? <laughs> First of all, we were teenagers, so let's reframe it <laughs> to where we were in the time. <laughs> Nowadays, no, you'd be stupid. Oh, and, and when we were eighteen, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man, oh man, I always love a good rib, a good ribbing. Memphis, Tennessee, Sheboygan. So we got things to do. Yep. We got stuff to go through. We got a lot of sad things. We got a lot of not sad things. Um, the basically this episode, maybe next episode, we'll see how far we get tonight. There's, I have it all ready to go, but I don't want to do a three-hour episode if it comes to that. I also don't want to do one hour, so we're just gonna kind of let this thing fly tonight and see where we get. Well, careful, don't zip it up. Don't hurt, don't want to hurt yourself there, bud. Hey, man. Um, it took a lot more effort than I thought. It took me like eight hours. <laughs> Because I forgot <coughs> the following two chapters, because we're going through chapter four, which is Unger, and then we're going through the next chapter too, and that one we'll reveal when we get there. But Unger is short, very short. But the next chapter, I forgot that a lot happens. We do get a lot of answers. We do get more questions though, because that's just how Death Stranding works. But I forgot that while there is a, a fair amount of content, I forgot the walking between those points takes a long fucking time. <laughs> so in my head today, I was like, oh, yeah, easy peasy. This is, We can totally do two episodes. And then while I was doing it, you know, to prep for tonight, I was like, holy shit, I'm going to be late tonight because <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> like, I didn't finish it until like 730 and we record at eight. And with context, you were three minutes late. How dare yeah, you? And then I was three minutes late. Yeah. And I didn't get our reports done today. <laughs> it, it took way longer than anticipated. So um, we're going to we'll have that on your on your desk in the morning, boy. <laughs> we're going to have to go up and beat you. Paddle time. I mean, sure. If you want to spend the eight thousand dollars in gas money to get up here, it's that's on you. It's the little things we do for love, man. I can't let you get out of line after this. You're out of control. You're out of control. <laughs> so the next two speaking of out of control. The next two chapters are essentially Sam just walking around going, what the fuck are you talking about? Story of my life. Any sleeping? <laughs> uh, there is some sleeping. There is some sleep. Of course, it's frustrating. <laughs> Sam has to go night night at least once per episode. I think he does it twice in this episode. I need to come clean about something. Oh, fuck. 
Do you also go sleeping when Sam goes sleeping? Oh no, no, this is this is worse. This is actually like five minutes ago. You you started talking, and my, I guess my undiagnosed ADD kicked in. And every time you kept saying hunger, I'm like, why is he talking about being hungry? Like, I hate you. Well, <laughs> I, I hate was... you so goddamn much. <laughs> I'm now, sorry. now here's now. What's funny about that is that hunger is in translation means Hungarian citizen. So, in a way, you say you are talking about hungry. Where's Mads Mikkelsen from? Uh, uh, Germany? Is he Armenian? Mads Mikkelsen is Danish. from Danish. Yeah, Danish. Danish. He's a Dane. You say? Were you going to say he was from Danish? I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Denmark. I thought I heard that. <laughs> I got caught. Damn it! <laughs> it was just a ting of it. Like you almost got away, and I heard it. Bro, this man has the ears of a mother. You can't get away from him. <laughs> he knows. He, you used your parenting skills on your co-host? What kind of a monster are you? I have so few jobs here that, yes, I did. <laughs> it's one of my jobs. I keep, I keep forgetting he has a brother, too. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a thing. You have Who, siblings. Yeah, his, he, has a, he has a brother named Lars. I want to see. I've never seen Lars. Wait, the director? The director. I know him as an actor. Oh, hold on. Let's look at Lars. No freaking way. Yeah. No freaking way that's his brother. Yeah. Yo, this dude they has been everything. Similar at all. Oh, he's, yeah, he uh, was in Sherlock. He was Victor Petrov in House of Cards. Yo. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, all right. For all the um for all the weebs that listen to the show. He would. He did the. Uh, he did Sabuza's voice in Naruto. Yeah. So Mikkelsen is a household name. It's very interesting because is Unger Hungarian? No, he's, he's not. He, he's not. I don't. I, I. I. Yeah. No. He's. He's American, but I don't know. I had thought so. Yeah. No. He's. He's American, and we'll get in a little into him yeah. too. But. Yo, he also did Grand Admiral Thrawn's voice in Star Wars Rebels. In the Danish, no, I think in the actual show, he probably knows how to speak the language. So I probably wouldn't be surprised. Lars is a cool dude. He was in Seth. Seth. Yeah, I've never seen it. Before. I've, I don't know what I've it never. Is. I just wanted. I just wanted to let everybody know. Yeah, 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 I never heard of that. Shout out to my boy Seth. R.I.P. <laughs> Shout out to all the Seths in the world. You the real ones, Seth. But that's how you say "cool whip" with the. Th- you got to accentuate it, you know, Seth. Oh. oh, well, I learned something today. So thanks for that. Yeah. Yo, clean Sanchez, ladies and gentlemen, golf claps. Yeah, did your I, job. I had I had that little Easter egg. I've been hanging on to that, finding the perfect time to say it, too. And when he said the hungry thing, I was like, oh, this is it. This is it. <laughs> Wait, well, did you use me? You used me for a setup? I did. I did. <laughs> And the punchline worked. I mean, at least it wasn't like a Chris Hansen setup, you know, like it was like a joke setup. Have a seat. That's right. (laughs) The the weirdest superpower ever known to mankind is being able to make people sit down. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Chris Hansen's quirk is the power to make you sit down. (laughs) Oh, man. You know what's the con to a superpower? What's that? Evidence goes missing. 
Allegedly. Allegedly. What a good word. Thank you for the word allegedly. Just saving this podcast at every time. You still like that word. I remember when that word first came up and you kept on saying it after that. Allegedly, sir. It's like uh it's like bass when you're playing tag. <laughs> okay. We're moving away from free basin and we're getting into hunger. So sources. Um me because I said so, Death Stranding. There you go. Those are our sources. Do either of you remember, remember where we left off? The service interruption. Yep. I don't big O Stormo. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I the storm. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, isn't my man yeah. getting the, the uh, Dorothy? Yeah. Yeah, he was getting Dorothy. Yeah, yeah he, was he getting... became a writer of the yeah. storm. And mm-hmm. we were talking about how the um, how the how the be the the unit was going ape shit and it went red or orange. Yeah. Yep. Absolute unit. How come we didn't like name the last episode Red Mark of Death? Like a nice little shout out to the Xbox 360. It was Red Ring of Death. I it's been years. I'm old. Not that old. I'm older than you. Yeah, but I, I can. My experience is John's have aged older me. than both of us. Yeah, John is, is a young man, which is okay? still, which is still a shock to me. But you think that's a shock? Just wait until next Tuesday. What's happening next Tuesday? I, that would ruin the shock factor, I'm Kenny. Scared because I don't know what this is. <laughs> what did you? What what paperwork did you sign and send back to him? That's it, guys. It's happening. Make sure you read the contracts better next oh, time. Oh, human centipod! <laughs> human centipod! <laughs> More like uh. You ever see that movie Walrus? Oh, Justin Long. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Such a good movie. Yeah, that, damn it. Kevin Smith, he's always so hit or miss. God damn it. I want to know what possessed Justin Long to, to accept that role. Oh, because Justin Long's a cool ass dude. That's why. Okay. I mean, I believe it. Well, when Bro, you did dodgeball. Well, when you're like 40 something years old and still look like you're 19, I mean, shit. He did just play long superpowers just to get longer. <laughs> I mean, he's, he he died by the creeper, so God had to give him something. Wait, what? Yeah, Justin Long was in the original Jeepers Creepers. Yep, he got his. Oh, he, I thought you were talking about fucking Minecraft. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so he, the creepers in Minecraft. I thought you said that he got killed by a creeper, <laughs> and I was like. Did Justin Long get in a car accident? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I was like, did he die? <laughs> so tell me about this Unger guy real quick. <laughs> so, anyhow, um, so Sam gets warp of, warpified, right? And when Homeboy wakes up, this he wakes up to the sounds of a whole bunch of gunfire just everywhere, right? Chicago. Cannons going off. Could still be Chicago. Uh, you know, absolute battle torn, devastated landscape. And he's looking around. He has no idea where he's at. And this landscape, just to paint a picture for you, imagine like the Battle of Versailles, right? Versailles is the one I'm thinking about. That yeah. was the big trench one, yep. right? That's exactly that, Yeah, that's exactly okay. it. Okay. So imagine the Battle of Versailles, uh, just like you read it when you were in high school history. And now imagine that along with the war toward devastation that's going on there with the trenches, there's also like 
washed up, like beached whales and black tar <laughs> and it, black goo everywhere. And congratulations, this is where Sam is. Bro, this sounds like a freaky trip. You sure that's not black tar heroin? I mean, he, yo, is, is it that sticky icky? It's a trip. I would have, yeah, it's. I would have to compare this to like a ayahuasca trip. Yeah, it's wild, man. So Sam wakes up, all your shit is scattered off of you. BB is not chill <laughs> with this, <laughs> this whole situation. He's not vibing. Uh, so you have to run through. You're on one side of like this trench warfare thing going on, and so as you're like running to like through all this shit, you know you're getting shot <laughs> by other motherfuckers. You have to like at one point use a tank for cover as it's moving. Like it's a wild scene of what the hell is going on. You make your way through all this bullshit, and you enter like more of a I don't want to say a bunker, more of a maze-like kind of trench, right? And as soon as you enter it, Sam falls to his knees and, like, gets an ear-piercing, like, headache. BB also gets it. And the Odra deck is like, nope, not vibing. And that's when the camera changes to a new scene. And remember in the last episode, we talked about Unger, or, you know, the Spec Ops guy with the tentacles coming out of him and shit. It's him again, but now he's in like special operations uniform and it's really weird. And I didn't look into any of it, but the era of uniform they gave him is from desert storm, desert shield. Mm. It's like a, it's like a nineties. Yeah. Um, desert camo. And, uh, he is laying in the center of a barbed wire web. Oh yeah. I think, and you're right too, because even the armor, the armor that he's wearing too, fits with the Desert Storm timeline as well. I think so. I don't. I'm not too big on anything prior to Molly, like the whole Alice system. Yeah. And anything prior to that? Yeah. yeah. That's not my not my jamboree. Yeah, I think I think you're um, I think you're actually fact. I think you're correct on that. Mm-hmm. I know for sure at least the outfit underneath the armor is a hundred percent Desert Storm Desert yep. Shield era. A hundred percent. Everybody wore that shit back. (laughs) Like, um, go back and watch Generation Kill. Same style shit. Which, what a weird ass show. But, so, obviously this ain't cool. So you make your way through. You pick up all, like, you're picking up shotguns and assault rifles, grenades, random shit that you you can feel laying around. And BB is using the Odra deck to point in the direction of this guy. So BB is treating him and whatever minions he has running around, because he does have a couple skeleton people, um, as BTs. That was interesting. While you're hunting for this guy, you're hunting for him, he's hunting for you. Instead of cat and mouse, it's cat and cat. And it's just super weird. But while he's coming for you, he's like calling out for BB. Dog, this is the trippiest chain man uh, Chainsaw Man episode. This the whole thing is a trip, my dude. Yeah, you know, because you 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 are literally walking through like a World War Two era trench, and it's fucking frightening. And the way that the game portrays it, it's like even more frightening. And with the with the audio added into it, like it really puts you into the scene. 
Yeah, it drags your ass in there. And this is when Death Stranding officially enters third-person combat. Like, welcome a new strand of gameplay into this game. Because you are going to be switching shoulders in third person with a rifle, a shotgun, whatever, clearing trenches <laughs> to, like, do all this shit. Other words, it's a, it's a straight mind fuck. Yeah, it's a welcome, welcome to a whole ass different game, motherfucker. So it's like playing 1917, the game. Mixed in with the little division. Oh, no, it's uh, yeah. Time Splitters. Yeah. <laughs> it, that game, All it, of that's correct. It, it keeps on coming up. All of the above. <laughs> but does it run Crisis? So you and, uh, <laughs> you and Unger are going at it. Every time you, you, you're shooting at him, he's shooting at you. It's a whole fucking jamboree of bullshit. Now, if you're ever hurt or anything, there are some blood packs laying around. But uh, if you're super fucked, you can find random crypto bi- uh, cryptobiotes laying around. Sh- shove a handful of those cocksuckers in your mouth. Well, now that he eats them. <laughs> yeah, now that he's cool eating them. This is a perfect time to learn what that's for. I mean, his shorty enjoys them. So he's like, let me see what she's all about. Just to try it. Just, just the one time. Seems to be healthy for the skin. Eat that booty like groceries. So this is like a pseudo boss fight. It's not terribly hard. What do you make that noise for? The internet begs to differ. <laughs> What's the internet say about it? Clean, clean, take it away. How the hell do I beat Unger in chapter four? <laughs> <laughs> how, how the hell do you not? What's... Are you reading? Like, is that? Did somebody write that? Someone actually wrote that. That's a full thread on GameSpot. Get the fuck. Yeah, out of it's here. a full thread on GameSpot where someone says, "How the hell do you beat it?" Well, imagine this scenario: um, you're playing as an American in a trench during World War One. What what the fuck do you think you're supposed to do? You're supposed to grab a shotgun <laughs> and you're supposed to slam fire that motherfucker into anything you see. Congratulations, you won World War One. And here, and here comes the funny part. How someone says here, the accepted answer here says, I only beat him once on hard. Hematic, Fuck off. Hematic grenades work fine against these enemies as they also get stunned from them. Why are you bringing him? You're fucking with me, right? You guys are doing this. No, this no is, this this is, is, those this, are real comments. This is someone, you know. this is someone named Fish of Pain. <laughs> Fish of Pain. <laughs> It's just dumb enough to be believable. <laughs> you know, but but it but it the internet doesn't know. They probably didn't even play the game. I, it, How do you only beat him once? Cuz I'm playing on on very hard. And it's it's really not hard, man. You just you don't stand in the open and you shoot him. I it's you can't I can't make it any easier. Don't bring him at grenades with you. That's stupid. There's no need to weigh yourself down with all that shit. I agree. Just, they give you guns. Pick gun up. I also think in the production standpoint, if this is like the shortest mission, I think that would pretty much answer how hard the level actually is. Yeah, no, we're already done with it. Like, we just have the closing cutscene to it. Yeah. Like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, like, that's chapter four. So I'm really stuck on other people being stuck here. Yeah. And I get it. Like uh, some people are just shit at games or whatever, but like 
it, it just say, like there's a difference to me in saying that like hey i'm having a hard time beating hunger or i can't beat hunger you, you know what i mean like there's a difference yeah you know like oh i barely made it uh, I wasn't ready for third person combat, which would be explainable. You know what I mean? Like, maybe, hey, I wasn't ready for third person combat. Caught me off guard. I died. Whatever. I, I actually die here in an upcoming point of this game um, again. <laughs> but it's from my own stupidity. It's not because, you know, operator. It it's hard. operator error. It's because. I, yeah, it was because I'm stupid. <laughs> it, <laughs> like super easy. <laughs> it was like your BT fight where you were bragging. Oh, I never lose to him. He yeah. wrecks your shit. <laughs> so there's. <laughs> There's another boss fight involving a BT that I had today. And, uh, dog, I, I was so careful <laughs> this time around. I didn't die to a boss. Wait till you hear what I fucking died. Oh, no. You bragged. It's so, it was just it's so stupid. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. You're not going to believe it. Um, Did you suck your teeth when that it happened? No. Well, no, because this is the second time in my four playthroughs that I've fucking died. <laughs> the same fucking thing in about the same spot um but no so i have a question from the halo community yeah are there rocks i've heard they are the superior weapon <laughs> when you break it down all a gun is is a expert rock thrower, really. Well, wouldn't wouldn't well wouldn't the blood and piss be the ultimate weapon in this universe? That is the rock. You know, <laughs> That's the rock. You know, it. I have been. I actually learned something today from a from a toolbar pop up, and it was saying that you can use normal bullets to hit hurt BTS, but you got to fire those bullets through a cloud for uh, a cloud like a hematic grenade. So what the tooltip was suggesting is you throw a grenade at a BT switch it out and while the blood mist is there switch out your rifle to like switch out your grenades for your rifle shoot through the blood mist <laughs> to shoot the bts and then that causes extra damage to them hmm. you poor mm -hmm. bastard you went through three playthroughs and never knew that never knew that i mean it's probably popped up 40 times but <laughs> this is the first time i read it who reads the toolbars <laughs> not me not this fucking guy my eyes are closed usually the loading screen. It's not the Bodakai loading screen. No one ever will have that loading screen. <laughs> so anywho, uh, off me getting yelling at fish guy. Fish man. Mermaid man. Fish. Barnacle boy. Whatever that fucking dude's name was. Um, so once you take him out the third time, he's like down, down. Sam approaches the body. And as soon as he approaches the body, he immediately lunges up. And he like starts grabbing at BB in the tank on Sam's chest, trying to take him away. While this is happening, Sam has a flashback of the same dude, and he is running through what appears to be a hallway with red lights going off, and he's running with BB. Alarms are going off, there's a whole thing, and then it goes out. And then in an instant, Sam is right in front of the distro center again. So wait, Sam is having this same dream. Is that that's what I'm trying? That's what I'm understanding. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I believe the kids call it the fuckery. Yeah. In interesting. This is um the fucking. I have questions, but I don't want to ask them on air, so I'm gonna hang on to them. I will okay. just beep. Yeah, no. No, no, we can beep you. 
We could be like beep 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 beep. I, it's it's very interesting. Uh, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Okay. I'm gonna wait. Okay. I'm gonna wait till okay. we finish Death Stranding. Okay. Well, I think that's a terrible time to ask because once we finish Death Stranding, I won't care anymore. <laughs> no, I think I think <laughs> I think because uh, I don't want to ask a question and it be like, well, just wait or or have you know what I'm you know what I'm trying to say because oh I got yeah, you yeah I got you I get what you're saying I get what yeah you're yeah, saying. yeah I, I because that. I feel like if I if I it, I I feel like I'm gonna find the answer soon is what I'm trying to say probably yeah. Probably. Yeah, no, everything is so uh, it's going back to people online. Don't listen to what other people are saying online. Um, the people who say they that Death Stranding doesn't have like any resolution at the end are the people who like um, had a hard time following Shutter Island or Inception. In the words of Tom Hardy, you got to use your imagination, darling. I mean, it. Use at least 3% of your brain and you'll figure it out. So Sam wakes up outside the distro center and he's like, what is your, what are you going to say? What's the first words out of your mouth? If you just experience that, right? Mm. You're covered in piss shit and blood from the trenches of world war one. <laughs> Go. Fuck FedEx. <laughs> <laughs> he has this, he has this like sequence and everything is, is still on him. As if it's so weird because it's like it, it's portrayed like a dream sequence, but it's like he was actually there. All the crud is on him, like it's physically on him. Yeah, like he is covered in the shit. Yeah, <laughs> man, seen the shit, covered in the shit is the shit. <laughs> so wait, um, question. So he essentially got transported to we'll say either World War One, World War Two, right? World War One. World War yes. One. Okay. All right. So World War One. Okay. Imperial Germany. I'm picking it up. All right. And he came back with this everything that occurred and happened. Yes. So is there like a big interconnected loop with like mass extinction events in history as well with the Death Strandings? Like, you know, hella people died in World War One. Is that considered like a baby stranding or you you are so close. You are you 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 are really close. I could hear the excitement are, in Brandon. You are so close to to figuring it out. Not the whole thing, but that question that you have, you're you're like you're gonna be mad at how close you are. Uh, you know, some sometimes my noodle works. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the excitement in Brandon's voice. Like you could hear him smiling ear to ear. How excited he got when you said that. It, it's because he knows, like, I generally have no idea yeah. of, like, what's mm-hmm. going on. And since it's just stranding, only I'm doing the research. So he was able to put all that together on his own, on his onesie. Do you know what the death count was for World War One? I? I don't, actually. At least seven. Only seven people? Wow. No, at I, least I, seven. I, I Y'all really need to... <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. The reading comprehension on this podcast is shit. <laughs> Hey, hey, you said third grade. Don't don't push it up. Don't change the standard now. What was death count of World War One? Twenty million. Twenty million. <laughs> so that's but so many people. Nine point seven million military personnel and ten million civilians. Twenty million deaths and twenty one million wounded. That's so many. <laughs> that's so many. A lot of fucking. 
How many people live in Chicago? Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that's like 10 Chicagos. Yo, it's funny it, to think that as a species, there is one thing we can't top. Chicago? Close. That even though we may manufacture all these like super weapons and all these things, we still can't beat nature in terms to a kill count. Facts. So that's more people than everybody who lives in New York City, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Like, imagine just everybody in those cities were just overnight disappeared. It's practically all of Europe. And that's still not all. There's still room. <laughs> that's so many people. Well, yeah, there's room because 20 million people died. That's crazy. Um, flex tape ain't going to fix that. But you know what, Will? <gasps> I knew he was going to say that. Yeah, 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 speech. All right, let's go on a quick breaker. We'll be back. And then we're going to get the uh, the starting point of Sam going, what the fuck? <laughs> Who are you? Have you seen my son? <laughs> <laughs> he should have that Rick and Morty moment where he's just crying and laughing. <laughs> it's like it's like the it's like the first it's like the whole Fallout 4 storyline. Where's my son? Have you seen him? Yeah. <laughs> Fallout 4 is just a ripoff of Finding Nemo. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, we need to go on break. I'm having an... Oh, God. Okay, Yo. me, bye. Oh, my God. Okay, boys. So, Sammy Sam... I guess he didn't wake up because he was not technically a sleepy sleep, but he's back in normal spot now, right? Now, of all the characters we've met so far, which one would you want to be to be the first voice you hear after coming back from whatever the fuck just happened to that? Guillermo del Toro. I That would probably also be my pick, to be honest with you. The, the Junker. He's got the soft voice. <laughs> I would... I would punch that man in the Dickerson. <laughs> what did the junker do to you? I don't like him. It's not what he did. He's just an asshole. It's his attitude. Yeah. yeah. He's just, just, he's just a dickhead. <laughs> like, you can't put two dickheads in the same room, man. We, do, we just don't get along. My man's like, I got to be the alpha dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Cage. There can only be one. We're like Highlander, but with like lower credit scores. I can hear Queen singing in the background. <laughs> We're the assholes of the universe. <laughs> so the first person to talk to you is Ken Dog's favorite person, Margaret Qualley, i.e. Mama. I love her so much. <laughs> so she's like, hey, Sam, you there? And Sam is like looking around like you ever see people like almost get like hit by a car and they're like, what the fuck? And they have that sudden realization that they're like mortal and they're like looking around like really quick. I can't describe it. You've seen it on world star yeah. is the best I can describe it. World star. World. So mama's like, yo, everything chill. And Sam literally is like, uh, where am I? <laughs> what is this? What is happening? Mama's like, the fuck are you talking about, bro? And Sam is, what what just happened to me? Mama goes on to explain, like, yo, I mean, nothing. You walked out of the distribution center as soon as you did. 
the storm like just went away. You've only been here a few All the minutes. All the density dropped. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's like, bitch, I was caught in a storm. I got caught in the Forest Whitaker eye. And the next thing I knew, I was in a war zone. Uh, <laughs> you know what this you know what this bitch says? <laughs> <laughs> she says, You daydreaming again? Because <laughs> comms were only down for a second. Oh, he's getting that Fred treatment. That Frederick. <laughs> Dog, Sam is like, no. It was a lot longer than a second. There was this dude. He was a soldier. He tried taking my BB and things got weird. And mom was like, uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> Just like that. It's a death note all over again. <laughs> Sam is like, I mean, I I guess BB can vouch for me. <laughs> like that's his recourse. Mama now realizes that this might be um, a serious ordeal that's happening. So she gets a more serious tone, and she's like, Sam, it has been less than one minute since you and I last talked. Sam refuses this answer and is like, No, that's not right because I was there. For literal hours. Do you know what mama's suggestion is to do, boys? Take a nap. <laughs> Take a nap. Man, that... you know what Sam says? See. Go fuck yourself. I'm coming to your doorstep. <laughs> Man, that's that's every girl's solution. Take a nap. <laughs> Take a nap. I mean, they're not wrong half the time, but you know, just never really not. <laughs> 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 So she's like, you know, it's a shame that, you know, I can't like meet you halfway. And Sam's like, yeah, I know, because I'll be like, you're kidding shit. And she's like, yeah, I'll see you in a minute. Take care. And, you know, I'm just looking forward to having company. So see you in a bit. So for the first time in a while, boys, you don't go night night. You just start making your way to mama. Just making it work. Now, fortunately, she's not far outside of town, like at all. Real quick, do you like do the whole like CW like walk through the town like Vanessa Carlton's playing in the background as you're approaching Mama or no? Because you you have to exit the town. She's a little bit outside of the town. Well, damn. Now you do get a couple of emails. That I'm going to bring up one of them. We're going to resolve in this episode, and we'll get to the other in the following episode. You get an email from Peter Angler asking for another pizza. I promise it's relevant. <laughs> I swear to God, people who are getting really old or really tired of these little things, I'm telling you, it becomes fucking important. The second email you get is from the Cairo artist. And she sends you an emoji-filled email basically thanking you um, for, you know, everything that you did and telling Sam that they're getting married. Following that email, you get an email from the Cairo artist's mother, <laughs> who says something that explains a lot and that's that she's not the chiral artist's actual mom and she more took her in five years ago plot twist dum 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 yeah it gets weirder because she says that the chiral artist at that time um didn't speak any english and her parent both her parents were native japanese nowhere in the email does she say that they died or what happened to them Yo, is Shorty like a stalker or? 
like a kidnapper or there's there's a lot of tea going on going on with this right here now okay because yeah the story the plot thickens <laughs> is it thicker than that booty though no nothing's bit thicker than the there's probably the best drama in this game. Like, the best, like, side drama that there is. It's just like, ooh, what's happening here? You know? And, you know, if, like... If, what's all this? Thing? Like, if there were cell phones still available during this time, it would be all over the feed. <coughs> now, speaking of T, Die Hard Man decides to give you a call while you're on your way. Um, and he gives you some tea that uh, Mama, while she is the quote-unquote creator of the cupid it was more of a team kind of effort and from the very start of the cupid project mama didn't think that she was how what did he phrase it basically saying that uh mama had her doubts that the cupid would ever work so something's going on over in that realm where we're not getting the whole goddamn story because he goes on to explain that mama said that cupids had fundamental flaws which would explain something like the phenomenon that Sam is claiming happened to him and the spikes in chiral density that have been happening. And then he suggests that you go do the thing you were going to go do anyway, which is go talk to mama. So you make your way downtown. You walk fast. Face is past. Your mom is homebound. <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to sing it. I need you. To- okay. Song's dope. I don't give a shit what anybody jammed the fuck out of that song. Are you saying, and then you wonder if I could fly into? All right, let me stop. Stop. I'm just gonna say we don't got lawyers. <laughs> we don't got copyright money. Continue. <laughs> if I remember right, you don't. It's not the lyrics that are copywritten. It's the melody, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm not gonna risk our. I'm not gonna risk a lawsuit on it. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It's a whole intricate thing. Pretty sure. If you could just yeah. continue the pod. That's why. That's why um, when fucking, who's saying Ice Ice Baby? Um, Vanilla, Ice. Vanilla Ice. Yeah, when Vanilla Ice got into that lawsuit with. Queen. Was it Queen? What? Well, they did use the the sample from a Queen song. Yeah. Right. And he got, he got in a lawsuit. But <coughs> him having that little thing at the end of it is what got him out of the lawsuit. Oh, there, there was enough of an alteration on it that it wasn't considered mm-hmm. the original. Ooh, lucky. And I believe it's, uh, what's that song? I want to break free with that thing. God, that's such a... No, it's under pressure. It's, is it under pressure? It is under pressure, yep. Oh, yeah, it's under damn. Pressure. Pushing down on me. Pushing down on Pushing down on me. Mm-hmm. All right. Nobody knows the rest of that goddamn song. No. <laughs> it's just the melody. They have, the they have so they have so many other great hits. Bro, the Highlander song is like one of the most low-key underrated hits. The show Princess must of the universe. The show must go on. Ooh. Anywho, uh so you walk into mama's lab. In her lab, I want you just to imagine a really imagine like a small warehouse. And then coming off of the small warehouse is like a long garage. That's kind of what we're dealing. But as soon as you walk in, guess what, buddy? Odrodek pops out. Starts freaking out. Nope, doesn't start freaking out yet, but it starts clicking and the lights on. So something spooky's going on in here. There's a spooker. 
<laughs> All right, Luigi, continue. Because <laughs> I can't say squeaker anymore. Wait, why? <laughs> we'll sidebar that. <laughs> you told me I couldn't. Did I? Well, now that you don't remember it, no, you didn't. <laughs> there we go. Now you're talking. Um, but it starts clicking, right? And uh, it's pointing kind of like further in. So Lab, or Lab, but Sam, being the curious sport that he is, continues to walk inside the lab. BB's not panicking. Nothing weird's going on. But then you start hearing a, uh, I know John knows this, but he starts hearing a mobile. Yeah. Or mobile, depending on where the fuck you're from. (laughs) Everybody in Alabama just nodded their head. Um, You hear one. The Odra Duck points up to it, and it's a whole bunch of whales, squids, and fish that are on this mobile. As it's click, click, clicking away, the lights turn out, and that's when it goes into panic mode and starts spinning around real fast, bright red color. And that's when Sam looks up from the beacon coming off of the Odra Deck at the ceiling, and he sees little baby hands yeah. crawling on the <laughs> ceiling, yeah. leaving black goo, leading to infant outline the way that he covers his mouth is hilarious too i'm sorry i mean you have to that little thing can just fucking kill you <laughs> bro I've, I've played enough death space to know what to do his yeah so you he immediately covers his mouth in order to like because the whole gimmick of the game is you have to stop your breathing so that way they don't hear you he fr- he, that's how he, he does it so fast, thing. like like the the reaction mm-hmm. time, and like you could see like the fear, and like the first thing he's, I mean, because you know a uh, a baby doesn't know what to do when it first comes out, so you can only imagine what a baby of this caliber can do without knowing. Well, you've killed a few of them on the way, so far. yeah, I've seen you see a few of these out in the wild, and they'll fuck you up. I mean, they'll they'll kill you just as straight up as a as another BT. Will. Yeah. But the problem with them is because they're so small, you often miss them. <laughs> like, and your Odra deck's like, "Hey, asshole, you're gonna run into one," and you're like, "Shut the fuck up, Odra deck. I know more than you." Only to be immediately surrounded. <laughs> um. But yeah. So Sam it goes into full blown. Um. If there's BTs here, <laughs> mode, and that's when Mama's like, "Don't worry, Sam. She doesn't bite." But I'm glad you made it. Bro, these... And, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. That's... It, the fuckery, boys. There's more fuckery afoot. <laughs> this is psychological Bro, this like an episode fuck. of JoJo. This is, this is psychologically... I mean, it, it's... it's. I don't know where to go with... I don't know where to go with this, but but psychologically, this is... This is a bit crazy. Yeah, um, it's it's that's why I said um, I believe it was last episode or like the episode before. I was like, this is where Death Stranding really finally starts. Like, no more hand holding, no more bullshit. The first three chapters are tutorial. Welcome to the bullshit. <laughs> like, it, this is this is where shit starts getting fucking crazy. There's more combat. There's more <sighs> spooky shit. Um, there's more spookers laying around. And Ma- There's just a weird ass storyline, but we start getting answers too. Yeah, and Mama has a baby, a death baby. Yeah. Well, I mean that. Yeah, she has a death baby, hence the Mama. 
But the weirdest thing is, as soon as all this happens, Mama reaches up and the baby floats into her hands and she's holding it. And nothing bad's happening. Um, why she got to flex so hard on, on Sam? <laughs> like, have a little respect for my man. He, he traveled very far. Dog, I have no idea. So is it is it like an umbilical cord? Mm-hmm. Mm. So, well, that's the theme of the whole game. It, well, I say that. Like, everything. Oh, that's the theme of the game. There's a whole bunch of themes of the game, Brandon. Um, you fucking idiot. But one of the themes of the game is umbilical cords. I don't know why um at this point i'm going to but umbilical cords are the things that tether the bts to the human realm just in this case the the bt is also connected through an umbilical cord but this time it is connected to mama i i wonder if kojima had the same thought process like they did in bloodborne and how the umbilical cord is like rebirth and a connection to like the dark celestial entities with the blood. You know, I have no idea. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Oh, so I, I, I have a question. So like she's human, but this this mm-hmm. umbilical cord is connected to her like naturally or or is there some kind of device that's we I will have an answer for you before this episode is fantastic. Over. Because that is explained. Okay, yeah, because that in this because that's very confusing. <laughs> and like, does she feel pain? You know, does she get sick? You know, I know that she that she. Well, you know, when you when you continue on, you learn more about like what's going on with her. But this is probably one of the most interesting things mm-hmm. because she has an actual death baby with her that's not being vicious or doing what other of these things do. These well, these dementos. I think part of that is because. As we get into Mama's storyline, we're going to learn that she's a connector. Yeah. Right? Her whole thing is connection. Right? That's the whole gimmick. That's why she's the one who's developed the Cupid. The whole point of the Cupid is connection. She's connected to ABT. We're going to figure out there's other connections, too, possibly in this episode, if not next episode. Um, There's another big connection that comes up. But uh, it's the state of those connections that varies. But she is kind of the living embodiment of connection. If that makes sense. But the whole how she's connected to this BT is infant death baby. Uh, that does get explained. Which brings the umbilical cord theory. Right. Interesting. So as she's holding this BT, uh, she pulls it in and she's like, she's hungry. Sam's what you want to guess Sam's fucking response to everything that just occurred in front of his goddamn eyes. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Um, it's been a rough day for him. This dude, he can't catch a fucking ball. <laughs> Mama shushes him. Oh, by the way, the Odra deck is still spinning. <laughs> it's still like danger leap Erickson. Um Mama kind of like caresses the B uh, the B I keep saying BB, the BT, and kind of like floats it up in the air. And that's when we can see the umbilical cord connecting the BT to Mama. And I don't you can't quite tell. Um, in the cutscene, it could be um, Mama's belly button is BT's belly button. I don't know. I could be how I don't know where the umbilical cord ends on Mama's side. Is probably the most polite way I can. Yeah. Say. Um, you do know it's in a normal spot for the BT. I but you can't quite tell with Mama. Um, she goes on to say that uh, even though she can't make it. 
or even though the BT can't can't drink it, Mama keeps making it and going through the motion helps with the soreness uh, while motioning to her breasts. So that's information we needed for some goddamn reason. Um, Mama is still nursing. <laughs> the baby is still nursing. And Sam is next question because he knows he's not going to get an answer of what the fuck is going on. So his next question is more pointed and it is, who is it? And mom was like, it's my daughter and I'm her mama. Hence the name. Um, and that's when mama says, you know, it's all right. She's only connected to me. She's not like the other BTs and um, men motions at her umbilical cord. Like, you know, you can see that we're like hooked up, like we're connected um, BB's face is interesting at this point because he's just there vibing. <laughs> like, little dude is just like, this is fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> it's the Odra deck that's freaking out. Um, but Mama then says, you know, so this is why I can't leave. This is why I can't do anything. And then motions for Sam to follow her. Now, there is one part of this. I want to see if John noticed it because I know he watched the 11 hour movie of this. Did you notice? something very important in this scene when it comes to mama and the only the one thing i remember is that she had like this weird um strap looking thing on her shoulder but it wasn't like it wasn't like a jacket or a sweater it didn't cover it was like more oh. it was more like a belt but that was like the one distinct thing and like obviously like ob everyone's wearing a cuff link but that's all that i could remember so she's wearing a different model of odrid Oh, what, what, the, so that's the harness to our Odra deck. Really? Is that like a like a primitive yeah. version of the technology? Nope, just a different one. Just think of it as a different model. Like you can't that. copy or drip, John. <laughs> uh, kind of like, you know, homeboy golden mask face guy. He has a different model. Everybody kind of has their own. Sam uses like the more, I won't say generic, but mo most populated kind, I guess. He's wearing the EVGA version. The corporate one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's wearing the corporate yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, the thing I, I noticed it, uh, probably on my second playthrough, I didn't even notice on my first one. She's not wearing both cuffs to her cufflink. She only has one of them. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So that was weird, but that was one thing I wanted to point to because I, I, you can hear it rattling and then that's what draws your eyes to it is figuring out what that rattle is every time she moves her hand. And that's because she only has that's, one of them on. That's intricate detail right there. So mm -hmm. there must be a reason why she only has one on has to be um but uh the odor deck's still going off as i go over to a computer and mom was like okay so let's talk about that supercell uh bb is trying to play with sam through his pod and mama uh looks at bb and is like yo um little homie do you think us grown-ups can talk for just like 30 seconds here like real quick <laughs> uh and i wish i could clip the face BB gives mama. Cause it was like, like, fuck you. I'm, it's a mean mug. It is the <laughs> biggest. You've seen baby mean mugs, baby's mean mug, like a motherfucker. And it mean mugs the shit out of mama. <laughs> like hard. The detail that they put in that <laughs> one little thing. Right. Uh, but Sam does unplug BB. So the other deck shuts down and BB's protective casing comes. Mama then pulls up a graph, and although the listeners can't see it, the graph is displaying the chiral density. So you're seeing this large spike of chiral density just climbing like, like a stock market, right? Just going up and up and up and up and up. And then 
soon, like in a split second, you see it just drop to nothing. Also like the stock market. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keeping it 100. And, uh, hey man, I just, I speak the true, true. But mama is like, in other words, um, you know, the storm vanished in less than a second. Like basically it kept, it kept rising and rising and rising. And then just out of nowhere, done. Sam's like, okay, well that's impossible. And Mama's like, okay, since you know everything, uh, since you're the scientist now, <laughs> which is fair. <laughs> you know? Sam's always complaining about doing science stuff and that not being his job. <laughs> Here we are. Um, he tries to sit there and so be Mama, like, no, that can't be. It can't be. <laughs> um, trust the science, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mama is like, okay, let's pull the data from your cuffs link cufflinks and we'll take a look so they do and audio clips because remember we've learned from die hardman we can hear all the shit going on through the cufflinks and in the background you hear sam in the middle of world war one <laughs> oh god so it is proven sam's not an, an insane person <laughs> something weird happened something spooky and uh she's like well, uh, while that situation is crazy, at least you're not crazy. So your timestamps and are real. It happened. And she then provides a theory. And the theory is the best that she can muster is that Sam was trapped between two different space times. And Sam's like, the fuck are you talking about? All right. Mama just waves it off. as like, we're just going to have HQ do deeper analysis. And, um, We'll have them figure that out. And hopefully they'll be able to figure out exactly where Sam was sent. So uh, on the main throw. So it's now confirmed that this yeah. was more this wasn't just some type of dream sequence or hallucination. He was in the shit. He was somewhere. Yeah. He he was not where he was. <laughs> he was not where he was supposed to be. Yeah, and we're not talking about the continuum or contingency. It was more like a what does she call it? Um or like she says something about like frequency storms. Is it free? Oh, no, no, no. The, the, you're talking about what HQ was going to analyze. And that was the frequency of his, his response. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. The audio to see. Yeah. Um, that, the, yeah, the frequency she's talking about is or not irrelevant. It's different. That's what they use to determine Sam's not full. Yeah. Um, but as soon as that's going on, there's another chiral spike. Lights shut off. Mama's baby wakes up. And I'm sorry, but here in a ghost baby cry is the weirdest shit in my life i don't like it is it haunting so baby cries are the way they are because they are supposed to create natural anxiety in humans like it's kind of like you ever been somewhere and you before you had kids and you heard like a baby cry at a restaurant or something and it kind of like i don't want to say upsets you but it kind of jabs at your brain a little bit. Like it's the only thing you can focus on is like, God damn, shut that fucking baby up. If you're, if you're a parent, if you're someone shut that baby if, up before I shut. I, if you you're know? a parent, like they, like they, they have said like scientifically that um, for example, like if you're at a store and you're not with your kids, but if you hear like the sound of your kids crying, you know, you have, you're in like some type of like frequency with your child and you, you know, 
even if it's not your kid, like the, the, just the fact that that child sounds like yours crying, you, you like something triggers your brain to make you think that it's yours and you and yeah. you and you act. No, that, not necessarily yours. Yeah. You, you, just a B. Yeah. Just they are it, the cries are designed, whether it be the cries that are designed or our brains are developed around those cries. I, I, I'm unsure and I'm sure a scientist out there does. Know. Yeah. Um, but they are it is designed in order to create an anxiety in humans and like make you react to it. So um, demon baby uh, makes you extra react, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, that also explains uh, well, mama isn't like nursing, I guess, in the conventional sense. Um, there is anecdotal evidence of like that causing women to lactate even if they've never been pregnant so there's also that so something with the cry is just there's a whole lot of science going on yeah way more than i'm qualified for yeah is the best, <laughs> the best. ken dog you there yeah dog's listening just listening to the okay. breakdown yeah i'm still here in spirit night night <laughs> no i didn't go night night i didn't go night night this time you didn't lavar burton me into la la land <laughs> Um, but mama then proceeds to explain that baby's been crying more at night and, uh, every region so far that Sam has been to, and we already know this, but I'm going to reiterate every region Sam has been to so far and connected to the chiral network has increased the chiral density, but the numbers that are happening are way higher than mama projected. And Sam is like, and that's bad. And mama's like, yeah, dumbass, more connections means more chirillium. More chirillium <laughs> means more BTs, means more death. Means, <laughs> like, it's a domino effect, moron. Um, and she goes on to say that early on, Bridges did acknowledge it as a potential problem, but Mama installed special, like, limiters inside the cupids to keep the chiral levels in check. But the limiter in Sam's is faulty, which did anybody just get a conspiracy theory you're in their head bro this whole game is a conspiracy theory why would sam's be broken the only one the only broken out of all the manufactured ones it's broken because they don't want him to succeed as as they always do in these no they do want him to succeed so someone did it someone doesn't want him to succeed someone no they want him to succeed because if he succeeds and connects it all across america he just increased the chiral density through all of america so there's not yeah there's not one guy i mean it was that old guy but we already convinced him to switch sides <laughs> that <laughs> He's yeah not a problem <laughs> i i believe i have a theory it send me that theory well, why can i not say it out loud no you can you can you can send it to me with your voice oh okay Cool. It's say, like, why well, gotta be secret? Um, it took me a second to process what the hell you were talking about. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Real quick, is this is is this like Higgs' setup? Because like the nuclear bomb didn't work, so I'm just gonna have. Ooh. How would Higgs have gotten his hands on the Cupid though? We know one guy who's been super shady so far. Die hard, man. I'm just saying. It's a L- listen, guy. he he sketches hell. The dude is super fucking sketch. And I'm telling you right now, his sketch does not go away at any point. Yeah, he's government-issued black mask. The dude wears a gold chirillium mask on his face. And no, Die Hard Man wears a black one. Oh, the black one. Who wears the gold one? Yeah. 
He oh, would, Higgs, Higgs. Higgs. God, can yeah. you can you have some? You are respect? all over the place, man. Have some. You are just all over the place. I didn't even, I'm going to make you a goddamn flowchart. Um, that won't help. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers, the numbers, Mace. <laughs> um, flowchart. Essentially, these two come together, and uh, Sam's like, "So if we keep doing this, we're going to keep having these weird." chiral spikes and we're gonna have more of this natural phenomenon and mama's like i mean that could be it or something worse could happen like i don't know we cause a second death stranding no it'd be all right it'd be all right it'd be all right um so sam's like okay but you already figured out like this we're just talking about bullshit because you already figured out how to solve this problem mama's like of course i already solved this problem (laughs) um and she walks over and gets a different cupid right so she says she made a new cupid they're, all that they need to do is put in a new limiter into this new Cupid that she threw together. And boom, problem solved. Problem staying solved. Mama on the scene. Sam leaves her the old one, takes the new one. Nothing new, nothing different. Still looks like a bunch of steel thumb drives. And Sam's like, cool. Crisis averted. And Mama immediately, you can tell she's getting agitated like she's dealing with a child. <laughs> and to be fair, Sam is kind of an idiot throughout this entire interaction and mom was like no crisis not adverted because you and i need to rewrite the software to work with the new hardware and you know what sam fucking says he points at this woman and goes we'll get to it (laughs) you gotta love you gotta love sam he takes no shit from anybody the dude is just so black and white you know what i mean like he's just cut and dry baby um and mom was like um yeah uh no (laughs) no can do (laughs) because mama designed the hardware but the software was written by somebody else sam's like okay where can we find him and mama's like we can find her by the name of lachna at mountain knot city because she was a member of bridges one and sam's like okay cool i'm going there anyway because i gotta hook them up with the cupid i'll meet her there fix this whole goddamn problem Mom was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's fine. Everything's chill. Chiral spike again. Baby starts crying. Lights coming in and out. Mama runs over looking at the BB or the BT. And she remarks that she's scared. Not mama, but the baby is scared. And you can see kind of like not just the baby on the ceiling. It's more like I can't explain. It's more like a cloud. (coughs) And Mama's like, maybe the other side wants her back. I don't think. What, or maybe that she wants to go back? Yeah. Good, you and Mama are in agreement, because that could be an option. There's, I mean, is there a willingness? You know, like, does she feel that the baby would be much happier? That's the thing. Well, I mean, no, there's no right or wrong. Yeah. With this. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's not even a moral dilemma. It's just a dilemma. It's just a weird ass situation. But Mama does remark that the only thing she does know for sure is that they can't keep doing whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> Somebody. Sam's like, yo, at least tell me what the hell happened, right? So what we're going to do, we're going to go through Mama's story, and then that's where we're going to end the episode. Oh, man. So you're gonna right so, after so, this break. <laughs> Another be right back. This guy's gonna end it with the drama. 
All right, so Mama is going to give us her story. The story starts that Mama was in a hospital waiting to get a C-section because baby was due, right? At that moment, while she was laying in the hospital, the terrorists attacked. Goddamn Terries. Goddamn terrorizers. Time to throw the tea in the harbor. So we now get a scene of a collapsed building, which, by the way, is the same building that Mama's lab is attached to. So Mama put her lab there with a giant glass wall to look at the rubble. That she's legit. We'll get. To. She's literally <laughs> legitimately been there since the beginning. Mm-hmm. So we get this scene of obviously Mama crying out for help, asking if anybody's there. And she is pinned under the rubble, like pin pinned. All she could do is like just wait around. Water's dripping on her face, and she just kept waiting there, basically for what she thought was forever because nobody came looking. But she had air. She was alive. She had air and she had water, right? Yeah. Eventually, how long do you think you could cry for help in that situation? Realistic. I could probably go like an hour without before losing my mind. Undecided. Big helps. Big helps. It's a. It's a. It's Here a. I mean, you have you like you have a whole building drop on you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and you're you're already waiting. If if thir- thirteen minutes alone would feel like forever in itself, and at that point, I would just, I would just accept my fate. Yeah, I mean, well, weird you should bring that up because uh, she does this for days. It's incredible. Eventually, it's incredible. Water runs dry. Obviously, you know, nothing for heat, nothing but cold. Here's the thing you didn't think of. That baby was due. We then get a scene of the umbilical cord baby floating, like, up the, I guess, crevice that she's in. Very touching scene, too. Scream crying. So for days, because she gave birth in that rubble, obviously the baby didn't survive. Um... But for days, all she could do is lay there under rubble and watch her dead baby cry at her. Oh wow! How was she? What still? the? Fuck? It is that when I <laughs> so I, I so I remember explaining like when I first like came on, I went I I thought this is where we were starting on for some odd reason, and this was the first thing I saw. And I remember like gripping, like I had like I think I was like gripping at my sweater so tight, and I was like, "This is fucked up." It's fucked. Like this, the this is crazy. Is like, I have no jokes, bro. There, I don't know how she's sane. I couldn't be, man. Um, God, uh, EBGBs, fucking yeah. Hideo, man. Villain. Villain. The dude does it. He knows how to. He, just... he could tell a story. Like it, it yeah. works. And this alone probably, you know, like you said, this is the point where things start getting a little interesting, more interesting as it goes. And this is another point in that, another milestone in the story where you're just like, now we're getting, we're getting a little more of the background now, but now we're getting a little more Mm -hmm. about the character and what the Death Stranding is, or we're learning a little bit more of what it actually is. And it's getting, ooh, ooh. But. So Mama goes on to say, um, so she gave birth under the rubble, but instead of bringing life into the world, she brought literal death. But there, there is a positive, because it's Mama we're talking about, right? Whenever there's a BT, what else is there? Pigs. Hmm? Pigs. 
No. Damn. Rain. Timefall. Mm-hmm. So that's what was sustaining Mama was the water dripping off the time fall, hitting other objects and then running down and getting her. Um, so that's what she was drinking. But another positive came out of it because of the baby scream crying at the top of the crevice. Um, that Mama chalks it off as the price that she had to pay was losing her baby because the baby screaming at the top of it, people eventually heard and brought rescuers to Mama because they heard the baby crying, not Mama. Mm. And that's when she finally gets removed from the rubble. I didn't catch that. Mm-hmm. More than facts? Good Lord. Hmm? That's even more heartbreaking. Facts. That's even more heartbreaking that they were fo- following the sound of a baby who was already gone and... They found the mother under all of that. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Um, yeah, dude. So they've been together ever since. But because she's a BT, this is I want you to think on this until we record it, until we come back to this. Next. Because she's a BT, the ties that tie her here, the baby, also tie Mama. And because of that, Mama has never been discharged. I want you to think about all that. Um, because Sam asked an important worth thinking about too. And it's, you know, are you okay with that? Because the baby's gone. Uh, so do you really want to live your life in the shadow of the Mama kind of snarks at this. And she's like, you can't tell me that because you literally chose the dead. Um, but just like any hardcore subject, obviously she's like, anyway, <laughs> just to- that was weird. Let's move on to a different subject. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like one of those situations we've all been in. <laughs> like, oh, oh, man, I let my feelings out there for a second. Let's cork that bad boy right back up. <laughs> <laughs> Never speak of that again. Mom, and uh, I'll go for it. I was going to be like, yo, you turn you turn the uh, Hooters into a fight club is what it sounds like. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Mama is like, hey, yo, before you go, Dead Man told me that your blood is you know, special. Can I get a sample? Sam, obviously the, uh, the guy renowned for not wanting to get touched is super stoked about this idea. He just, <laughs> he, he just puts his arm out there for her too. No, he doesn't. He, he protests. Well, his exact well, words are, yeah, sure. Suck me dry. You already bleed me in my sleep. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. No. And then f- arm firmly goes <laughs> up. Oh. He has to pause and look at his hand and stuff first. There's no, he doesn't, there's hesitation at the bare minimum. But we do, you do bring up a valid point. And that is that Mama does touch Sam because he brings up a point that her hands are cold. Now compare that, this situation, to Sam that we first met at the very beginning of the game, not even letting his dead, his dying mother touch him in her dying breast. He's getting, he, he's, he's getting a little compassionate. A little bit more. I think all this walking is starting to make him a little more uh, personable for for other people. A lot of people are... So Mama takes her cuff link, mm-hmm. throws it on his wrist, and is like, cool, we're all done. Uh, I'm going to run a test. And Sam knows something already. And he goes... He doesn't... Mama doesn't let him finish the question, but he asks if she is going to... And then Mama just cuts him off, takes the baby... Holds it, um, and it's like, we've all seen it before, but you know when a woman is trying to hide, like, 
or I'm about to cry and is like puts their back to you a certain way and kind of gets this weird tone like a rushed attitude almost to like get you away from them. Um, this is what's happening here. And mom is like, Hey, I'm sorry, Sam. Um, can you just leave us alone for a little bit? Sam's like, uh, yeah, sure, man. Uh, I got to go to work anyway. <laughs> uh, mom was like, Hey, yo, before you go, just forget everything about the chiral spikes. Cause reconnecting the world comes. Maybe we're making things worse. Maybe not. But right now it's the only plan that so may as well keep pushing. Good luck. And that's it. They walk off. Odrudek goes away because no more PTs. And Sam leaves. And before you even to get outside, Die Hard Man comes on the fucking mic and he's like, Yo, Sam, before you leave, get on that goddamn terminal. Look at the deliveries. <laughs> I'll give you further instructions when you And that's where we're gonna leave the first half of chapter five mama we're about to hit the two hour mark so what'd you boys think it's deep man deep cuts in this chapter uh well yeah the the mama chapter is the seller yeah like if you're not sold by mama i don't know you're you're not gonna get into the yeah like well we start like when we started off with unger i thought that level uh that that chapter was really cool for the the war theme the you know the world war one theme the trenches really trippy you know and then we're coming into five and then we realize that this really did happen he was really going through some time spectrum stuff which is very interesting because now now we're dealing with you know not multiverses but time dilation at the very least yeah exactly so now we're getting it's getting even more interesting um terrorists i think you know, we're, we're getting more personal, personal with uh, with this character and to see what happened. And now we're seeing the the, the mental we're seeing like the mental of all these characters now, too. And this was emotionally gripping. Yeah. And we're <laughs> um, fortunately, we're through the hardest parts of Mama. There's still some uh, heart pulling left to do in this chapter. So don't get too comfy. This might be my favorite chapter. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Mama is my favorite. Bar none. Bar none. Uh, actually, maybe 12. Episode 12. I think that's the last one. It's either 12 or 14. That's my favorite. Uh, Mama is right up there, though. Yeah, that's where we're going to cut it out. Ken Dog, what do you think? Nah, man, it's it's good. It was it was actually really, really good. It, um, it makes me kind of want to see if there's like some cosmic horror associated just because of Mm. the the relationship of like having a dead bt baby and then like i said playing bloodborne and how that's associated with um as and not a huge huge spoiler if you haven't played bloodborne or plan to if you ingest enough um umbilical cords in bloodborne you get the true ending and you you find out a cosmic horror like a cosmic horror entity is causing everything and when you ingest enough of the umbilical cords the cosmic horror can't possess you and force you to be the new guy to run like the hunter's realm so then you have to to truly fight and then once you beat the celestial god you ascend and become a a like dark celestial god entity like a baby and then you continue to grow from there that's interesting that's super interesting. You made me want to play Bloodborne. 
Dude, it's really good. It's really good. Like the the whole even like last thing I'll say about it, there's a there's an area in the in the game you go to and it's protected by a hunter. Like the, the town is roaming with beasts, but because he knows what they are and what they meant to him, he goes out of his way to kill any hunter who even who even attempts to kill any of the people residing in the town. That's very I'm gonna have to check that out. Alrighty, too. boys. That was fun. Well, thanks for coming out. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, next episode we'll finish off Mama and maybe get into Chapter 6. We'll see. Um, yeah, I hope everybody... I know we started with jokes. I'm glad we went heavy on the front end with the jokes because there was no way we had any jokes able to go uh, mm. for the latter half. Mm. There, was just no, there was no fucking... No. <laughs> like, not um, even bad jokes. Like Not even... I thought about making a uh, a Casey Anthony joke at some point, but I I, I was like, nah. Yo. Ooh. <laughs> it would have been funny, but ooh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yo. Even I, I, I know it's going to be a bad one if even I have to think about it for a second. So I'm glad I didn't. But <laughs> you know, um, but yeah. So listen. Uh, we're taking you guys' feedback right now. We're uh, we're about to enter our second year of Yumi and Lore come, shit, like three weeks. Wow. Year Fool's Day is our anniversary. So right now, at this point in time, what we're doing is everybody knows what we're about, kind of knows what methods we have. Now is your time to tell us what you like and don't like um, so that way we can focus on this podcast perfecting the way. There is no such thing as bad feedback. So please send anything that you have to you, me, and lore at gmail.com. Uh, whatever you like or don't like, we don't care. That's why we're not accepting any ad money. That's why we're not taking any donations, like anything at all. We're not rebuilding per se. We're focusing on how we operate. So yeah, make your feedback known. Don't hesitate to thing. And again, if you want to be featured in a podcast, have a question that you feel we can answer, or something that I should elaborate more on in the case of Death Stranding. If it's Halo, leave one for Kenny. It's both at the same place. You can do that by going to www.youmeandlore.com. There's a little button on the bottom right that looks like a chat box. Uh, if you click that, you'll be able to leave us a voicemail. And in that voicemail, if you want us to or don't want us to, just say in the voicemail. Uh, and we can actually take that audio and put your question in a episode. You know, other people who may have the same thing but are too scared to ask the question. Um, you can also be anonymous if you want to. So there is that or not. It's up to you. Whatever you say, really. <laughs> like we always put it. What, what is it? This is everybody else's podcast. We're just the assholes who run it. Damn right. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, we know that doing a comedy video game lore podcast is difficult, which is why nobody has really done it. <laughs> so there's no right or wrong. We'll take any suggestions or options. Anybody has, has, but on that note, um, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for having listened so far. We have some great community. We will see y'all next week. Later, y'all. Goodbye. Please.